Hello, everybody. Oh, testing, te oh, there we go. Thank you for being patient uh, while we work through our technical difficulties. I'm really grateful for Ben and Kay, um, who's on media team today, um, working through that and um, for their faithfulness. Welcome to our Christmas service. We're really excited to have you here with us. Um, it's going to be a little bit different than usual. So there's going to be some singing mixed with some readings, mixed with some, some special items by the children. So we're very excited um, that we could share this special time with you. Now, after we have the service here, we are going to be heading over to the fellowship hall where there's going to be continued good fun <laughs> and nibbles um, and some sharing. And there will be a children's um, program at that time as well. For those of you who are visiting our church for the first time, bathrooms are down the hall. Like if you go out in the alleyway, it's in the back, so behind the building. Um, there are signs to guide you. I want to say happy birthday to James yesterday and Naomi today. Happy birthday. Um, and in January as well, we've got Daniel, Caroline, and Florencia's birthdays coming up. Now... Um, if you would like to help with the Adra Homeless Outreach in 2023, please talk to Kay or Roy, and they can tell you uh, more about it and add you to the WhatsApp group so that you know when we are going um, on Friday nights. Um, we basically hand out food uh, to the people who come to the Queen Vic markets, as, and um, we also hand out some other things uh, that are needed seasonally as well. Now, next Saturday and the Saturday after that, so for the rest of December and the rest of 2022, we will not be meeting here. Instead, you are all invited to our house in Coburg um, at 11 a.m., where we will have worship together and lunch together. And so please let me know if you are coming so we can have enough food um, and we can give you the address to our house. So we're really looking forward to having a cozier time together um, as a lot of people will be away for Christmas and New Year's, um, but you are all welcome and invited to our home. Now, the offering today is for the Victorian Conference's New Buildings Fund. You can give through e-giving or you can give... Um, in the box, in the fellowship hall, there is an offering box that you can give there as well. All right. I think those are all the announcements. I might repeat a few of them at the end. But thanks again for coming today. We are so happy you could join us. Good afternoon, everyone. I'll get you to bow your heads with me, please, as we pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for the gift of the Sabbath that we have here today. We um, thank, for, thank you for the opportunity to gather together and the opportunity to rest, particularly at this very busy um, time of the year. We want to pray for those among us and our members, particularly those who are going through significant changes, and we think particularly of those who have had new additions to their family. Um, we think of Kedson and Deborah and their twins, Asher and Mitchell, and we pray that they'll continue to thrive. We pray and thank you also for Michelle and Andy's addition with Hannah being a new addition to their family and also Shupanine as they um, watch um, baby Eddie grow and develop. We thank you for those things. We think also of those in our church um, family and members who are unwell. We um, want to pray particularly for Ingrid and Ruth and also all of those others that might have things that are um, just affecting their quality of life at the moment. And we want to pray particularly at this time of year. It's not always an easy time of year for those that might be struggling, um, just that they'll feel your presence um, over this time. We want to uphold in prayer those that might be travelling over Christmas in the next few days or weeks and over New Year's, just that they can have safe and travels, um, enjoyable time with family and friends, and that we can be reunited in the new year to meet together as a church family and a group. 
Father, we want to pray for this church. We want to thank you also for everything that you've done for us um, this year and over the years, and um, just each member of the church, that you hold them close. And we pray that um, uh, for the church as it enters into a new phase in the new year, um, and including its search for a venue that might be appropriate for a morning time slot. We pray all these things in your name. Amen. Happy Sabbath, everyone. Um, the first reading here, the prophecies about the Messiah. Isaiah 7, verse 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Isaiah, 6, 9, Isaiah 9, 6, verse 7. For to us a child is born, to us a child is given. And the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness and of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. And from the time on and forever, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Micah 5 verse 2. But you, Bethlehem, Ekrathah, Though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me. One will be a ruler over Israel, whose origins are of old from ancient times. Isaiah 52, verse 7 to 10. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who, pro who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, you, your God reigns. Listen, your watchmen lift up their voices. Together they shout for joy. When the Lord returns to Zion, they will see it with their own eyes. Bust unto songs of joy together, your ruins of Jerusalem. You ruins of Jerusalem, for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord will lay bare his holy arm in the sight of all nations, and the ends of the earth will see the salvation of our God. Thank you. I'm going to share with us this afternoon. Um, the first excerpt comes from John 1, verses 1 through 5. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Then we'll read John 1, 9 through 14. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all to, who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And last reading comes from Luke 1, verses 26 to 38. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. 
The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come to you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who is said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Hey, everyone. Uh, the next readings from Matthew. So I'll be reading from Matthew 1, 18 to 24 first. It says, This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph, Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Our next um, reading is from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 20. It says, In those days Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was first census that took place. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who had pledged who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch of their flocks at night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. 
I bring you good news that will cause great joy for the, all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will be a baby wrapped in cloths. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at the shepherds, at what the shepherds had said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. And now it's all your turn, <laughs> not to play on the piano, but to do a bit of sharing. And so for the next little bit, there's going to be three questions, one question per three minutes. So when the song changes, you'll know to look back at the screen for the next question. Um, and basically, the first question um, is going to be asking if to think about the story of Christmas and to think about what character in the story of Christmas, anywhere from the angel to the shepherds to the magi, except Mary, Joseph, um, the donkeys, if you could interview one of those characters, who would you interview and why? Now, when we share with this one, I want to encourage um, if you could find someone who's near you but not the person you came with today, if that makes sense, um, to, to discuss the first question. And then when the second song comes in and there's a different question, you can find someone else. And so hopefully by the end of our three lots of questions, you would have talked to three different people. So feel free to introduce yourself to the person um, and then answer the question. Um, and after the three questions are done and the song is over, we'll come back and we'll continue with a special item by all the children who will be singing Hark the Herald Angels Sing. And so please just um, find someone. You can find one or two people. So it can be groups of two to three, but no more than four, um, if you could um, answer the question and introduce yourself. Thank you. It's time for the children to come up and sing Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Joy 
Galatians 4, verse 4 to 7. But when the right time came, God sent his son who was born from a woman and lived under the law. God did this so that he could buy the freedom of those who were under the law. God's uh, purpose was to make us his children. Since you are now God's children, he has sent the spirit of his son into your heart. The spirit calls out, Abba, Father. Now you are not slaves like before. You are God's children, and you will receive everything he promises his children. Romans 6, uh, verse 23. When people sin, they earn what's in pets, death. But God gives his people a free gift, eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. John 3, verse 16 to 17. God loved the world so much that he gave his only son so that everyone who believed in him would not be lost but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world not to judge but to save the world through him. John 8, verse 12. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but will have the light of life. I remember the first Christmas program we had at our church when uh, we had congregational singing as the kids were supposed to lead us, and the kids told us to be quiet. <laughs> we started singing, and the kids said, Stop singing! And then there was just silence. And, you know, we've just come such a long way since then. It's incredible to see the kids developing over the years. Um, but thank you all for your participation. Shall we close in a word of prayer? Father God, it's incredible to see how you've been raising up this next generation of young people. And as we go through this Christmas season and as we navigate all the dinners and all the gift giving and all the celebrations, Father, I just want to pray that you would remind us that uh, Jesus is the reason for the season. And as we consider what the birth of the Savior means for us personally and what it, what the birth of Christ means for humanity, I just pray that you would embed in our hearts that hope. Father, the last, as you know, the last three years have been so difficult for so many people. And Father, it's in this season where we really need to cling to hope. And so we just pray that your presence would be felt in our hearts, that as we connect with you, as our minds drift towards the birth of Christ, may we cling to that hope. May it give us strength for this season. May it give us rest and restoration. We pray these things in your name. Amen.